State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. This is awesome. I'm so excited about today. Every week I say I'm excited. So listen, anybody with a mom, sister, female cousin, niece, daughter, wife, girlfriend, Friend, that's a girl, boss lady, grandma, please listen and share. I just love how this next guest has found so much humor in life to continue on during difficult times. She's also used her faith to manifest where she is now, to manifest everything that she has now. I just love watching her glow. I love watching her glow up and how she has not compromised her faith or who she is. She is very vocal about her faith, been very vocal about her celibacy. And she is just someone that we all can look to, to anybody listening. If you feel like, do you have to compromise your faith? Absolutely not. Do you have to compromise what you stand for? Absolutely not. So Yvonne Origi is checking in with us today. Among her many starring roles, she has created her iconic character, Molly, on television series Insecure, for which she has been nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award and three NAACP Image Awards and countless others. Yeah, this is going to be a great conversation. So go ahead. I need you to get your coffee cups, coffee mugs, whatever you drink your coffee out of. If you drink coffee, your green tea, water, actually Water should have been something said first. I think I need to do a checking in water challenge because I really could do better with my water intake. But y'all pull on up a chair, put your earbuds in. Come on and check in with us on this new episode. It's a good one. How you doing? How you doing? I am good. I am good. I have been looking forward to this for a long time. And we have mutual friends, Dr. Dee Dee Freeman, 
That was my pastor growing up. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Dr. Dee Dee Freeman and her family. There are times where I, I just love going, staying at their house and just resting and just getting loved on. And of course, sending them love. So I'm excited about, you know, who we know mutually, knowing yes. good people. How have you been? Girl, good. <laughs> like, I can honestly say really good. Yeah. Like, I'm in a good place. I enjoy myself. I'm enjoying my journey. I'm enjoying the work that I'm doing. I know how to separate my work from my work. Yeah. And that's been a blessing. Wow. You said you know how to separate your work from your worth. Yeah. Unpack that. Because a lot of people base their identity or their worth on if they're working, if they're hot right now, if they're doing good, if they're if they made touchdowns this season or if they won an award this season, if they auditioned for all the roles and got all the roles. It's like we base our worth on that. Unpack that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think I wasn't dissimilar to that. I was I'm a Nigerian woman and girl, we hustle hard. We go in the paint. I have Nigeriano de Carilla spattered <laughs> on my arm. So it's it's always about achieving, achieving, achieving. Like you're only as good as the last thing you did. And I'm in a season now where I'm like, yeah, I want ease and flow. Like, I did all of that. Yeah. I worked hard. I got tired. Mm-hmm. And now I just want to enjoy. Like, I want to work and then I want to rest. And, I, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and in my resting, it doesn't mean that, like, don't nobody want me. No, it means that I'm choosing me over everybody else. Yes, ma'am. And that is okay. And for me, it was not, it, it was hard to get here. It, it, what are we in? Uh, October? Yeah, it took the last 10 months <laughs> for me to get here because what I didn't want this year was to have burnout. I was releasing a book. We released books the same, I think, day. Day, the same yeah. day. Yep, definitely. The on same the day. I, I was shooting Insecure for six months. Do you know what that is to have a book, the press tour for a book and be shooting 14 hours, sometimes 16 hour days? What? what? Absolutely. So it was for me like, I told God, I said, hey, when I look back over the season, I want to enjoy it. Yeah. I don't want to get to the end of it and reach a goal, but be exhausted. So fix it. Absolutely. So good. And y'all, among everything that she is, this year she added author on top of everything that she has going on. And she is correct. May 25th of this year. We both did something awesome. We released a book. We released a memoir. Your book is called Bamboozled by Jesus. How God tricked me into the life Come of my dreams. Come on. And how you've never been ashamed to say the name Jesus. So when I saw that was the name of your book title, was there some pushback? Did you say, well, let me just say bamboozled by the creator, <laughs> you know, bamboozled yeah, by yeah. me, you know, yeah. I did my own bamboozling. That was suggested. That was offered. And I clearly said no. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, here we are. I, I stuck with the title that I was given and for better or for worse, it's the title that I have. You know, I don't think I anticipated church people kind of being like rub, being rubbed the wrong way by it because God doesn't bamboozle anybody. I, God is, he don't trick nobody. I was like, well, then I don't think this book is for you because you're not ready to have a real you're not conversation. Ready. 
He will bamboozle your plans that you had for yourself. What you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And I think people like this book is written for people who like to have a good time with Jesus. You know, I like to have fun and faith. And so if, if, if you are like Sister Mary Mary and you just uh, you've been saved all your life and the way you and Jesus is it cool. God bless everybody. Like yep. there's, there's, there's everything for everybody. And and this is not like a celebrity trying to water down the Bible. No, I have a very good relationship with Jesus. But he also made me a comedian. And when I thought about the kind of book that I wanted to write, it was vulnerable. It's very authentic. And I'm like, I have fun in my real life. I'm not going to mm. come and write a book that is a scholar, <laughs> like, like, like a, you know, university textbook about faith. No, it's going to parallel my life. I'm going to have DMX references, just like I'm going to have Luke 12 references, you know? Absolutely. So it, 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 um, it flows. And it's, I think for everybody that has read the book, they understand what I was going to do and they got it. And most of the people have said like, yo, my faith, like has been inspired. Like it's like, I, I was not doing it all wrong, but like, I didn't know that I could do it like this. And that's the thing. People don't know that they can actually bring God into every area of their life. Like I'd be asking him like, oh, what are we wearing today? You know what? I should, you're right. That color does look good on me. Okay, let's do that. Well, cause scripture does say in all thy ways, it doesn't say in all the ways that you, in the ways you compartmentalize in all thy ways, acknowledge God and he directs your path. So my actually my yeah. favorite scripture, Proverbs three and six, like, where am I going today? What am I supposed to be talking about today? Who's supposed to come on my path? And you have been so unapologetic about your faith. I don't know if that's cliche or if we're tired of people saying, oh, you're so unapologetic about your faith. It's like, let's normalize our faith. Yeah. I didn't know. Like when people ask me, how are you able to be? in Hollywood and also be a Christian. And I, my answer is very simple. I didn't know I had to choose. I wish somebody told me that I was going to need to choose. Then Say I would that to, again. You don't have yeah. to choose. I don't have to choose. And it's also like, you also have to like read the room too. Like I'm never going on sets. Like, do you know him? Have you met him? And this is like, wait, hold on. Mm -mm. No, that's, that's not, that's not You it. sure you're you not going on stage with your blessed oil? Never, 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 not You're once. not laying hands on the set of Insecure and people falling out, speaking in tongues? No? That's not a thing no. that I have done um, in the last six years. And, um, you know, there's <laughs> not the show's over. So, shibbity dobo. Um, so, yeah, no, I think, I think a lot of people mistake how people can see God in your life, right? It's not like, oh my God, look at me, I'm a Christian. It's just like, no, like, do you show up on time? Do you love people? Yeah. Do you have a good attitude? You know, are you easy to work with? Like, that's how people see the God in you. It, like, so many people have God, and then they're just they're, like, they're just trash individuals. And it's like, I don't need, I don't want your Jesus. Mm. Jesus don't want you to represent him no more. Um, and so, for me, it's just, it's like, it's it's lived out. It's lived out. Like, it's like, you can't, I'm, I don't walk around with Nigerian t-shirts all the time, but like, you know who I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. In your book, you have titles to your chapters, right? Like faith it till you make it and fear is food poisoning, but regret is herpes. Mm -hmm. What is the lesson about food poisoning and herpes? Yeah. Okay. So let me, let me definitely clarify. Um, also, I just want to let you guys know, this book has comedy elements. It's it. so, so amazing. You know who Yvonne is, so you're not offended at anything. I'm not, I personally am not offended, so. 
But what that t- chapter is talking about is like, okay, so I'm, they're analogies. So I'm not saying that like, if you have herpes, that's like a regretful thing. No, like they're, they are analogies. So fear is to food poisoning. Um, and so what that means is like, when you get food poisoning, it sucks. But you know that if, as soon as you throw it up or go to the bathroom it up <laughs> and it's going to come out of one hole, as soon as it comes out, you're back to being who you are. And that's what fear is. Fear, like it keeps you hostage. You're you're tied to the bathroom. You're tied. You're like you filled with anxiety. You don't want to do it. You're you're nervous. You want a way out. Please. Can it please just come out? Which hole? Like I just I want it out of me. And then once you push past it, once you get through it, once you throw it up Mm. and you do the thing that you know you need to do anyway, you get the reward. It's temporary. So fear is temporary, like food poisoning. Now, herpes is a permanent disease. So is regret. So regret is is permanent. Like as much as you can be like, how many times have you met people who get to a point in their life? Like, I mean, I wish I I wish I would have done that differently. Mm. It's like it sticks with them. Mm-hmm. You can still go mm-hmm. on with your life just like you can with herpes. There's so many medications now. Like you can live a fulfilled life. Every once in a while, though, you will get a flare up. Every once in a while, though, you will have a moment just kind of like we regret, like you will see somebody living your dream, married to your man, driving your car, just, you know, decorating your house. And you're like, yeah, yeah, if only I would have pushed past the food poisoning, I wouldn't need to have gotten here. Okay, only I would have pushed past the fear. So that's what that chapter is really talking about. Like fear is food poisoning. It's temporary. Regret, listen, it'll spring back up when you least expect it. And that hole is, don't play fair. Okay, okay. This is so good as far as unpacking the word fear. And in order for you to live the life that you live, Yvonne, you have to be fearless. I don't don't think it's fearless. I think I had fear. I still have fear. Comedy scares the crap out of me. Every time before I get on stage, I'm like, oh my God. (gasps) And they go, my name, like, let's go. Okay, yeah, this is me. What's going on, y'all? Y'all here for me? Uh, that's what's up. But like five seconds before, I'm just like, Jesus, if there be any other way, you know what I mean? Right. So fearless sounds good, right? It does, you gotta be fearless. yeah. Like, no, I, I have fear. I, my faith is just bigger than it. Wow, wow. You had people like Chris Rock talking about your book and Kerry Washington. And then there was some balance of people of faith, Rachel Hollis. Like, I think that is so cool to have that. How did it feel as you're writing the book and those people that were approached that say, yeah, of course we want to write about Yvonne in this amazing book. I mean, I'm so grateful to be able to encompass so many different spaces. And like I said, it's like, there are people that you wouldn't expect who are people of faith because so many people of faith judge other people. Of faith. Like if your faith don't look like this, then you're like, then I, then you don't really love Jesus. It's like, wait, what? Um, and for me, I was grateful to have people who've seen me, you know, Chris has seen me as a comedian. Carrie has seen me as an actress um, yeah. and, you know, who have seen me and have seen the fruit in my life and know like, I have a symbiotic relationship with who I say I am and what I do and what I project out into the world. The day that I don't take me out because what I'm not going to be is a lie. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And so I think that authenticity, that, you know, ability to be a chameleon. The Bible says, you know, we got to be all things to all people. Not necessarily be all things to all people, but like crafty as a a serpent, wise as a dove, that part too. Um, And so I think it was, it was really 
a blessing to have the likes of Carrie and Chris, like really sanctioning yeah. the book. They've seen my life, you know, sanctioning the book is almost kind of like sanctioning, understanding like, yo, my journey wasn't linear. It wasn't safe at all. And to have them see and understand what I was trying to do with the book and like really be like, yo, you did that. And I, we appreciate you for that. So yeah. it was great. What was the best part for you writing the book or promoting the book? Because your promo journey it seemed fun and on shows like Ellen and all the amazing, fun late night television shows for you. What was the best part of the journey? Well, I, I'm a people person. I love people. I, I'm actually saddened that we were still kind of in the middle of a shutdown. Yeah. And I know you felt that, too. Like you couldn't do the book tours were virtual. Yeah. Book tours were virtual. And I love tangible touching people. I'm, I'm like. You know, and so I'm actually going out on tour now. Like, you know, I have an event at Barnes and Noble. I have other uh, book events co- popping up like all throughout before the, the end of the year. So I'm I'm like giving the book the thing that it deserves. I, I just I love interfacing with my Listen, fans. same here. Same here. I did a book signing in Houston the other day and I'm like, uh-uh. Like you said, we're going to give this book what it deserves. As you were writing it, was there anything you were like, yeah, this shouldn't go in the book? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think I put a lot in the book that uh, maybe some people weren't aware. Um, Very transparent. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, I'm not a salacious person, so I wasn't like, ooh, this is going to be the part that's going to be juicy. Let me add this so that I can really double these sales. No, it's not, like, I don't, I, I care about people. And so I'm not here. This wasn't an expose. And, you know, I'm sure there's some things that some people read that they were not happy with, but I'm like, you're part of my journey. And I had to be honest. Yeah. Right. And I'm not trying to make you look bad, but this is what happened. And this is how it made me, how it impacted my journey. Wow. And and there's a reason for me, including it in the book. Well, I would tell them you can write your book too. (laughs) I just, it's funny when people get amnesia. Like, I'm like, if you wanted the, the story to be different, maybe you should have done something differently. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But, um, you know, but I think for me, writing it was definitely a journey. Um, yeah. uh, because I found my voice in the midst. Normally, you hope, hopefully you have your voice before you start writing a book. Um, and I was very, and I'm so glad that I wrote it myself. Like, I, you know, you know obviously they're like, you're busy. You know, you're going to have someone write it. And I just was like, I want to write it myself. And as I wrote it, mm. new things came to me, new ideas, new ways of saying things. Like, I think only I could write this book, not necessarily physically write yeah. it, but like only like, the way my mind works, the way my heart is, the way my journey was. And um, it was difficult because there were parts, like I didn't even know that I was like either holding things back. And um, I had an editor who was like, can you sh- tell us more about, this part of your life. And I was like, wow, like that part is like not the sexy part. Right, yeah. And they were like, yeah, but I just like, I, I know you as the hard worker. I know you as this, but like, I want to know you. And I was just like, and so I think the reason why that was missing was I was still on a journey of discovering me. And so I found it while I found me while writing the book. And so that's why the book does feel very personal. It does yeah. feel very open bookish. Because I was like, oh, hey, here is me. And like, I'm proud of her. And she has come a long way. And she still has a long way to go. Mm. 
it's amazing that you would say she still has a long way to go because some people could look at your life and feel like she's made it and you have, but you're like, I still have a way to go. You know what you want to do and you know the woman that you can be and the woman that you aspire to be. And um, yeah, I'm becoming a new woman now. Like this book, like the reason why I wrote it when I did it, because I was like, well, that's the end of that chapter. And now there's a new chapter being birthed in my life. And I'm, I'm doing things differently. The next book, my, I don't say contradict this book because I think this book is for a specific season and for a specific person and for the person that I was. Now, there are elements of the pe- person that I was in this book that I- I've since been like, okay, well, we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Wow. And, and that's okay mm. because life is, you know, we're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving. And it's like, that actually worked. You needed to be that. You needed to do that to get you to where you are now. You don't need it for the next journey. And it's just like, okay, great. And like, that's hard because you're like, but this worked once. And so many people do the thing that worked once over and over and over again, hoping that it'll work again. When God is like, yes, it worked once. But I, what I'm telling you now is you need to drop that thing and trust me in a new way. Oh, and I'm Lord. like, oh, oh. this way is, is, is scary, but worth it. Mm. How is your trust? It's good. Like, I, I mean, I, I have seen him work. So it's easy. To, like, I don't say easy to trust, but it's like, I know it's going to work again. And one thing I always tell people with me is check my fruit, <laughs> check the fruit. And so if I can say that about me, it's like, oh, well then, yeah, <laughs> check God's fruit. And when you check his fruit, I'm like, okay, so yeah, I got I, yeah. I to trust you. Yeah. So for me, for the things that I still want and the things that I'm still believing for, I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, it's got to be so good. Like, yes. Yes. I seemingly yeah. love these conversations that you're just like you have it out loud. I just think you are absolutely awesome, fun creative and I want to talk to you about that seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities they're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy give early career advice and grow black owned businesses thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities we want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. 
They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. You talk about your journey from pre-med to what you're doing now and how it didn't necessarily come easy. And do you feel, though, your Nigerian background, has it helped spark creativity, enrich it? Yeah, being Nigerian is amazing. <laughs> like it is, it helped me have the hustle that I needed. It helped me understand the vision that I wanted to mm-hmm. have and what I wanted to create. It gave me kind of like a foundation yeah. of who I am mm-hmm. and you know what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. And in this season, I'm actually, you know, when it comes to the hustle part, I'm becoming less Nigerian. And I, I say that with a grain of salt because even being less Nigerian, my, my less than less Nigerian is still like more than the average person. It's like I'm doing less and my less is like somebody else is the most. Mm. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? But I imagine being full throttle Nigerian. You're just like, you're an oh, you're a you're a jackrabbit. Calm down. And so I appreciate the perspective that comes from my mm. like my two cultures. And I try to infuse that in most of the things that I do, especially things that I'm creating. I definitely infuse my two worlds in one. And I love that perspective that I get. Wow. And speaking of family, how has it been? How have they been receiving this success? Like, what is it like? <laughs> oh, they love it. My mom, my mom is the local celebrity. Okay. Not an international celebrity. She, she got recognized in LA before I did. I was like, wait, what? They, they were like, oh my God, we saw your mom and we were, we recognized her from the special. I was like, you saw your, you saw my mom, yeah. not me. I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Hey mom, it's time for you to go home. <laughs> Listen, you know what? And I know my mom, she definitely was not a fan of me going into music. Um, we were told go to college, get a degree, because you're going to get a job. You got to get benefits, 401k, retirement, vision, dental, yeah. all of those things, because she wanted to make sure that her children, that we're okay and we have the things we need. And it's so good to see, have seen my entire family become supportive. And so I feel the same for you. And so congratulations on that. Thank you. Because not even just my family, culturally, you know, it's like so many Nigerian kids in America are like, I want to be a creative and different. They're blaming you. Well, now now they're looking to me to be like, hey, 
if Yvonne, Yvonne Oji, we saw her on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. She's a Nigerian girl. Okay. If you want to do this acting thing, maybe if you can be like her, uh, the next Yvonne Oji, you know, so it's kind of like, it's a pipeline. Because the, the thing, the reality is similar to your parents. It's just fear. It's just the fear of like, will they make it? Yeah. Will they be okay? Uh, like, w- w- if they fail, does that mean we fail as a parent? So it's not like they want to dismantle your dreams because they're evil. They just want to protect you. Mm-hmm. And so now that you succeed, they're just like, oh my gosh, okay. If she can do it, she can create a pipeline whereby the next person can do it. And so that's that's what my success has actually done for the community at large. So I'm mm. grateful because when my mom saw Lupita win the Oscar, she called me. I was like, this, your friend has won an Oscar. I'm like, I don't know the woman. I, <laughs> I don't. I've never met her. <laughs> at that point in my life, I was like, I don't. Have to, but she could be like, another African is successful. Okay. Continue on. Mm. And also back in your comedy, as we were talking about comedy, you address romance when you share that all is fair in love and food. What if any kind of backlash have you gotten from that moment <laughs> when you said that you were if you were hungry, you would just go on a date to get dinner? I mean, that was that was in my past when I was broke. I feel like most dudes know when they're on a foodie call. They do. And most girls have done foodie calls. They like, that's why everybody was laughing. They were like, ah, dang, why? I'm on a foodie call right now. This this tonight is my foodie call moment. So why are you calling me out? I'm here for it. Speaking of the fooding and traveling, I've just been loving the traveling that you're doing. And if you don't mind, I did follow your travel agent. Oh, hit it. Listen, Jonathan, girl, get ready, get ready, get ready. To figure out how to curate um, some travel experiences because sometimes I travel alone for work, but I'm like, have I really traveled alone to see the world and not wait on a boo or not to wait on a group of girlfriends for us to go? So when you do travel, do you ever feel like, I want to share this with somebody? Yeah, like um, so Jonathan, my travel agent, before we book a thing, like we're I'm you know, the last trip I said, he said, Well, where do you want to go? And I, I couldn't, I'm I'm ne- I'm so indecisive about like where I actually want to go. I tell him how I want to feel. So I said, I want to feel romantic. Oh. And so he was like, Okay. And I was like, Yeah, and I want to do something on the water. <laughs> and he was like, Italy? I was like, What part? <laughs> you know, and then we ended up with Portovino and it was like, oh, beautiful and romantic and sexy. And then I was like, I also want an element of culture in there. And I want to be on the continent of Africa. OK, because I was going to ask when you thought of Morocco, what was the feeling that you wanted when you went? Yeah, there? I was like, I want I wanted beautiful architecture, beautiful people. I wanted good food and I wanted to feel connected. Mm. And and then also like travel wise, it makes sense. I'm like, okay, you know, Italy's here, Morocco's here, okay. great. Let's just, yep. Let's just go over there because you know that that also played a part. And yeah, you know, when I go, so we set up in a whole itinerary. So basically, I'm just like, let me do what I want to do, and then I can open it up if people are available. Because I don't do group projects. If people are available, they're willing. I'm like, hit up Jonathan. He'll tell you where I'm staying. <laughs> you know, okay. like because you know you have different friends at different price. Um, price points. So it's just like, it is what it is. And it's like, this is where we're going to be at. Some of my friends be like, I'll meet you in Italy. I won't be staying at your hotel. I'll be close, you know, or like I'll join on this part. And, and it just, this particular trip, it didn't work out. Like they 
nobody yeah. can come. Everyone tried to make something work. And I, but at the end of the day, I was like, if nobody comes, I'm going to have a good time because I already created my itinerary. If somebody comes, great, we'll have a good time because yeah. I already created my itinerary. Um, and so it was one of the, you, you know, when you talk about like, do you ever feel like you have to share things with someone? And yeah, the, that feeling came up and then it made me stop and say, aren't you someone? Like you're sharing this with yourself. Are you are you in the moment taking it in or are you in the moment wishing somebody else was in the moment with you? Oh, are you that someone? Oh, come on. You know, and it's like I I fall in love with me. I, I do. Like, I, and it, it sounds so like, well, what does that mean? Like, no, I'm just like I, I, I become childlike. Like, oh, my God, that's so pretty. Like, look at that. Can we go see the tiles? Like, it's just like, it's just like you you get whimsical again. Like when, Ooh. as an adult, are you able to like almost have like childlike joy of just like the little things that make you happy? We're so like accustomed to be like being the boss and having to make big decisions. And it's just like, oh my God, can I have a, oh my God, I want a gelato. Yes! Ah, this gelato is so good. Okay. I want to have a gelato and sit and just watch the boats go by. Oh God, it's so pretty. Why did I get giddy when you just, you know, said that? Yeah. Wow. And it's just like, and I think the more we give that to ourselves, when we do get a boo, it's like, my favorite thing to do is to get on a boat and eat gelato. And like, like you have more specifics about yourself. Yeah. When someone says like, you know, what do you do for fun? It's not just like, oh, you know, I just like to travel. Well, what does that look like? What does that mean? You know, it's like, oh, you know, I'm, I realize about myself, like, I don't like to be too booked. Like I had to learn a Nigerian in me that was, you know, poor and now got some stuff. I was always like, you have to make the most of everything. Like, so if you go, you have to. And I was like, or I can just rest in this very expensive hotel. And that's also fulfilling. I'm here for it. Yes. I had to give myself permission that that was okay because, you know, we think like, oh, you know, you can't waste any moment. And it's like, no, this is not a waste. It's something to be said for women to have that permission to do just that. Yeah, just do whatever you want. Like, and sometimes like I learn like it's okay to change my mind because sometimes I'd be like, okay, you know, I'm going to go outside and just let the sun be on my back. And then it's like, mm, it's too hot. <laughs> okay, now I'm go inside and watch a movie on Netflix. Okay, great. And then, and then it's like, okay, mm, now I'm going to read a book. And it's just like, it changes. Like it's all, it's like you talk about checking in, it's checking in with myself. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, self, okay. So if you do feel sad, what is it you're sad about? Mm. Are you sad that like, you don't know if you ever get married or like that they're just not here now? Okay. I'm back that. Okay. Really, really like, okay, cool. Do you know what kind of love you want? All right, let's sit, let's, let's roll play. Okay. So what if he was here? Like, where, where would you go here to put yourself in, um, a new environment to meet somebody. Okay. Do I join Bumble while I'm in Morocco? <laughs> and it's just like, you just keep at, checking in with yourself. Yes. And then so many, so often we, the thing that's in our mind, we just kind of like put it and subconsciously it's affecting us. So we might as well just like tap into it and be like, Hey girl, what, what are you, what are you saying back there? Cause you keep talking, but you're not really saying nothing. So like, let me have a conversation with you and let's get to the root of this. Let's get to the mm. bottom of this so we can enjoy ourselves or we can know ourselves. And, you know, so my my sister-in-law surprised me because she was in Nigeria. So she was like, girl, it's a four-hour flight to Morocco. I'm coming. And so she came for, like, two days. And, like, that was a welcome yeah. break. But I had already been by myself, like, two and a half weeks. And so it was 
you have those moments of like, oh, I got the chair. And then you meet new people. I posted, there was a black woman who owns uh, a guest house in Morocco that was like, hey, we have mutual friends. I would love to invite you to my guest house to eat dinner. And I was like, okay, black woman. And, you know, check with my friends. They were like, she's super cool. Got there. There was another black woman visiting from L.A. And then we all just had dinner together. And then you make new friends. And you're just like, oh, this is great. Mm. I think people confuse loneliness and and alone. I think people are afraid to do things alone because in their mind, it's like, it's lame. Or like, who's going to take my pictures? I remember I was was visiting one of the places and there was a whole entire... Um, professional photographer that saw my guy taking pictures of me and he had his long lens and he was wow. like, can you sit right here? I want to take this picture of you. It looks amazing. I'll send it to you. That was it. And then I tagged him. He didn't know wow. me. He did not speak anybody's English. Um, and he was just like a dude visiting uh, Morocco and took a picture. So you're like, who's taking pictures? Like, you'll find people. Yes. Some people I, just, I, I was in Italy and I was like, do you mind taking this picture of me over this bridge? Thank you. <laughs> Yes, I think I've, I think maybe one of your captions might have even alluded to something like that. You did such a great lesson on what it's like to check in with yourself. And you said something that made me say, OK, God, I need you to bamboozle this doubt <laughs> that I've had when you mentioned, will you ever get married? Not saying that that's a long lingering thought of yours or mine, but sometimes it does cross my mind like, Am I supposed to be married? Am I enjoying, (laughs) you know, this time and what I consider freedom, but prayerfully in marriage that it doesn't mean bondage, that even more freedom can happen. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to relationships, you know, when you talk about trust, that's kind of what I was alluding Mm -hmm. to. It's kind of like, I feel God helping me become successful in my career is probably harder than God finding me one man out of 8 billion people on the earth on the planet to connect with. I'm just like, "Mm." I feel like making it from like no name performer to number two on a call sheet on HBO premium cable show. I think that was hard. And I'm like, if he can do that, I'm pretty certain he can find me somebody who will love me. Oh my gosh. You know, I think so many people look at timelines and look at, okay, well it hasn't happened by this day. So will it ever happen? It's like, what if, what if you're become like, I'm not the same person I was in 2020. And so had I met a man in 2020, it probably wouldn't work yeah. right now because I'm, I'm a newer upgraded version of myself. Oh, I love that. I turned in my old lease. And so now the things that I want even now are different. And so I think I'm in the best space to invite somebody into my life, even though in 2020, I probably was like, I want to meet somebody. It's like, cool, 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 cool. meet yourself first. And then after you meet yourself, you can meet your bed. Come on. And, you know, and even just in slowing down, because it, it, it's we say things and we don't do things that connect. Right. It's like I want somebody when, where, when you busy, just going, going, going. And I was in my hustling grind zone. Now I'm actually like, oh, my God. I, and not slowing down to meet a man, slowing down because I wanted to. Mm. And in the of slowing down, that's actually when somebody can like run into me. <laughs> and it's just like and I will have time to cultivate somebody running into me. And so it's it's something to to look forward wow. to in a way that I'm like, oh my God, I, I'm inviting that. Come and on. now my my energy towards this is not like a thirsty, like, are you the one or should I look for another? It's like a hi. Oh I'm, I'm yeah, I'm interested. I'm available. Actually, yeah, I can have lunch on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know? 
Oh, come on. This is this is so good. Y'all, I'm so happy about this conversation because I know she is smack dab in the middle of book promo, but she is so many other things. And I couldn't finish up the conversation without asking you about your fifth and final season on the network in which you said number two on the call sheet. Okay. Insecure. Y'all are gearing up. Well, you've already filmed pretty much the final season. And while everybody is sad um, to see this HBO series go, is there any clues that you can give us in the season for Molly? What's she finna do? Well, um, you want me to lose these HBO checks? No, no, no. See, and see, there is something that you do sign. Uh, you when you can NDAs, you do not disclose. But it, I just thought it was just between us two. We, I, yeah, but I think I see the red recording button, and so like I. Feel oh, like it is! It is! It is! It is! And thank you for y'all. She just also let me tell you something. You can always learn from someone because there's always something to be learned. That was a master curving class. But I will say, we all saw pictures of the tears flowing, the hugs. And when you see your favorite show, you think it's supposed to just live forever, 80 seasons. You know, <laughs> we want to see y'all turn into great grandparents, you know, this, you know so this is not on the show. Was it hard to be like, no, I think we can go. Let's go to seven seasons. Seven is a good number. <laughs> I think Issa always had the number in her head ah. and she wanted to go out on her own terms. You know, some, sometimes you see your favorite shows and you're like, I mean, it's a good series. Season six was like, whatever, but like it picks back up. It's like, she never wanted a dud. She was like, we're going to give the people what we're going to give. And then we're going to move on to do other things. All right. Okay. And sometimes you have to, it's like you have to respect a visionary because we selfishly want more. Heck, I'm like, can we do a movie? And she's like, no, the answer is no. no. And, you know, it is because it, for me, it's not even because I want more seasons. It's because like, I enjoyed working with these people. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed tapping into this character. I enjoyed going to work. And I know that I've been told that I'm not going to speak that into my life, but I've been told that it's not like that Yeah, all the time on set. Like everybody doesn't always get along. You know, it's not always a family. People just being their own trailer is just like, just call me when it's time. Ooh, this is just for a check. Yep. That's it. And I'm like, oh, what? I don't want that life. And I just, my prayer is that God, like, I know I may not be able to chase this same high, but God, make it good. Make me have fun. Like, I want to enjoy working. Wow. It looks every bit of that. And author, actress, comedian, good friend, I'm sure, Daughter, you are also a host. Now, I know you can del- tell us nothing about Insecure, but what about other projects such as My Mom, Your Dad, and Yearly Departed? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I want, so people don't know that before um, I became Molly, I used to host a lot, like in terms of like really getting my comedy chops host honed down. I hosted anything with a mic, baby showers, funerals, you name it, I was there. Mm. Um, and that ability to kind of be off the cuff and just the ability to improv okay. and, and connect with audiences. Like that's something I do very well. Wow. And so, and sometimes you have to like give yourself credit for the thing you know how to do very well. And that's like, that's one. And so, yeah, my mom, your dad is a reality show where 
single parents uh, get hooked up by their kids or nominated by their kids mm-hmm. to live in this house where they can find a second chance at love. And I love love. And so just the opportunity to have this kind of microcosm of like, ooh, who going to find who? And like, you know, are they going to repeat the same mistakes or will they grow? Whatever, whatever. So it's very fun. And then Yearly Departed, I'm excited for that to come out. We had a lot of laughs on, mm. um, on that special. So it's me, a host of other very funny, either female comedians or female comedy uh, actresses. Um, and it was written by a, a writing staff of all women. It's produced by women. So it was really just like, I loved it because very rarely do you are you able to work on a set where it's just like a show by black people written by black people mm-hmm. it's all women written by women produced by women yeah. shot by, it's just, oh my god it's amazing so yeah no, that was a very fun and very unique experience and i can't wait for you guys to see it in december wow well yvonne we just thank you so much for taking time um, I know you've got a lot going on, but I know myself and the listeners here, we just thank you for checking in. Thank you for having me. This was a good check-in. Wow. I just felt so giddy as we were talking to Yvonne. Uh, I'm going to do some more solo traveling. Um, sometimes I get nervous because I'm like, is it really safe to be traveling alone? But... With prayer, I'm just going to command that the angels follow me and protect me everywhere I go. I just have been loving watching Yvonne's Instagram page as far as all the places that she's traveled. Like, I want to go to Morocco, but I want to be booed up when I go to Morocco. I want to go to Italy, but I want to be booed up when I go to Italy. And it's like, girl, don't wait till you booed up. Go now. If you can go now, y'all go somewhere. Go someplace now. As long as it's safe, because COVID is still lurking in these streets. Okay, I don't want to put fear in nobody, but we got to be careful. Someone I know not too long ago, they got COVID and I'm like, dog on it. So yeah, COVID is definitely, definitely still lurking. Anyway, this episode, y'all, I I really hope that you were inspired as much as I was to keep going to really walk boldly in those dreams. Go after them. Go after them. Your dreams are waiting for you to say yes. All right, let's do this. Uh, I want to hear your experiences and testimonies. By this time next year, did you open that business? Did you go on that audition? Or did you have to do something extremely difficult like, um, well, opening up a business and doing auditions? That's difficult too. But matters of the heart. Is there a relationship that you feel like you got to let go of? It's not that they're a bad person. The relationship and the person just isn't good for you. Maybe they're for somebody else. Is there a friendship that you probably have to, you know, taper a little bit as far as how much time you're hanging out, making the difficult decisions so that by this time next year, you can say, wow, I had to release the weight that's keeping me from running this race, from keeping me from winning. Scripture says, lay aside every weight that will keep you from running the race. So Yvonne, she was just so inspiring for so many of us to keep going and really stay laser focused on that goal. All right. Once again, thank y'all for checking in. Thank you for subscribing. We are growing 
and it's only getting better. We're almost at the year anniversary of the start of this podcast and I cannot do it without you. So thank you. All right. I'm looking forward to season two. I'm speaking that season two of checking in with Michelle Williams. We had some great guests and Yvonne Origi. I'm so thankful that you were the guest for today. All right, y'all. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.